And this is his dad, Mark. This is my new podcast called The Junior Historian. So today you wanted to talk about the Siege of Vicksburg? Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about it? We've talked about the Battle of Gettysburg so far, as well as... Antietam. So in relation to those two battles, when does the Siege of Vicksburg happen? The Siege of Vicksburg, so it was after Antietam. Well, the surrender. It's not a battle, it's a siege. What's the siege? A siege is where like um, one army surrounds another and um, either forces them to surrender or starve to death. Ulysses Grant tried to go into Vicksburg, but he couldn't, so he had to do a siege. The citizens in Vicksburg eventually had to eat Latin donkeys. Alright, can you tell me some more facts about the siege of Vicksburg? Grant dispatched um, Union General Benjamin Garrison to harass the Confederates and turn their attention away from the main Union force. It worked. Um, half of the Confederate army in Vicksburg were chasing Garrison's force. So, can you tell me anything special about the Battle of Vicksburg in terms of the Civil War? Some guy named, named Halleck, he said that Vicksburg was like, basically if they capture it, it was so good that it was equal to 40 Richmonds, and in the war, the Union like really wanted to capture Richmond, the Confederate capital, so it, it has to be really important because it would split the confederacy because vicksburg is on the mississippi river it also contributed to like the the defeat of the confederates at gettysburg um the surrender of vicksburg was one day after the defeat of gettysburg all right Rand, is there anything else you want to share with the listeners this is a fun fact when grant failed to take vicksburg the union newspapers started calling him the butcher because he sent a lot of men to die like them running up against the confederate trenches oh that's interesting so that's why he wanted to take a siege so he wouldn't get kicked off out of office So, Brandon, the Democratic National Convention started on Monday, and one of the keynote speakers on the first night was Michelle Obama. Did you watch the video? Yes, on my computer. I liked it because Michelle Obama talked about equality and empathy, like with equal rights with every person on the earth or any kind of religion. Like, it doesn't matter what you do, it matters um, what's in the inside, like what's in your heart. So how do you feel about the election that's going to be coming up? I feel if Trump wins or Biden wins, I don't know how they're going to influence the people. That's true. So a big part of leadership is the influence you have on other people, right? So how do you think the government has influence on us as regular citizens? Um, I think they usually try their best, but right now it's not, they're not doing very good. What makes you say that? Because there's a lot of, like, you know, like the George Floyd 
stuff and like what Michelle Obama talked about, like racism, and they're not handling it very good. How do you feel about uh, COVID-19? I'm scared and I don't like it because it kills a lot of people and the people that it kills might be my friends or family. So how do you think we're going to tackle all of these issues? Well, if Donald Trump stays in, they should at least listen to us, like how can we, how can they help us? And um, if Joe Biden gets elected, um, Michelle Obama gave a lot of good comments that he would help people. But if Trump gets elected, I hope that still happens too. You hope that he listens to people? Yeah. I hope so too. Well, thank you for talking to me, Brandon. Yay. This is the junior historian. <laughs>